to welcome to episode 63 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I am your host Blake Mayfield and I have a special guest on here this morning, Mr. Seth White to my right, his older brother Alec White to my left. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing this morning? Tired. Yeah, we should never do early pods in the morning again. <laughs> Definitely need my second Red Bull today. <laughs> yeah. We only did it good. I swear, I was going down for a nap when he told me that you were napping. And I was like, a part of me was like, yes. And then the other part of me was like, I know they're not going to want to do it in the morning, but it's all good. Um, I want to give a special shout out to the Spotify listeners. Thank you guys very much. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Uh, wherever you guys are listening, however you guys are listening, I appreciate it. And uh, we're just going to dive right into it. So Seth, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick like I do with every guest. Why did you want to come on the pod this morning? Well, you know, first place in fantasy, and I can talk my shit. Is that and what this is about? <laughs> honestly, part of it, yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to come in here in the middle of the season and be, you know, in last place and just get roasted the whole time. Um, but no, halfway through, over halfway through the NFL season, getting ready to go into fantasy playoffs, I just thought it was a good time. All right, yeah. cool. Well, I mean, let's dive right into it then. So, fantasy football playoff picture. Uh, I finished below 500 for the second straight year. What's new? Uh, I started 4-1, and one, ended up 6-7, and seven, so that shows you how my season went. Made some really bad trades. Um, we all have a bye. You guys are actually good, so you guys have a bye week off. It looked mm-hmm. like uh, you'll face George in week 15. Uh, so, I'll start with you, Al. How do you this feel? This just in. You're all freaking lame. Uh, you know what? Hey, Matty Ice, I, I want to invite you on for the picks. I want to invite him on for the picks. I think he'd be really good. I, I want to invite you on for the picks. I think he'd be really good. Uh, Al, what do you think is going to happen next week against George? It's looking like he's going to beat Sugar Pizza. Sugar well, pizza. I mean, make no mistake about it. Everyone knows last year George was my worst enemy. I had the absolute most loaded team fantasy football has ever came to known. And uh, Russell Wilson decided to miss a dump-off pass, which uh, ended my season. Uh, but, um... It is what it is, you know. I George's team's kind of scattered all over the place, but he's also one of those teams that can score 170 points. So, I guess we'll see what's in the cards. But I, I I'm feeling confident. There's no way he comes back and wins again this year. You don't no. think so? There's no way. He barely made playoffs, right? He's like last seed in the playoffs or second to last. I think it's fifth seed. Oh, Brady's bunch is last. Yeah, Brady's bunches. <laughs> yeah, he, he snuck in. I don't know how he snuck in. Uh, because I lost to Steve. <laughs> that's why that's the only reason I, swear, dude, I, I oh man that loss still really stinks you started off the season good too 4-1 and one. and then you lost me by almost 100 points and you traded your whole team away I didn't trade my whole team <laughs> and that was after the week 3 loss no. she traded everybody except Claypool <laughs> and Jacobs yeah. no what happened was I got stomped out by Peyton and then here comes Al on the pod yeah it was the biggest loss in fantasy this year and I was like I didn't even know that like why do we have to bring that up but I lost by like 85 and then I traded away I think Gibson for James Conner and uh, never trade a guy who has testicle cancer um, <laughs> is what I figured out uh, and shout out to James Conner but um what do you think having the best team, obviously by far, is going to happen this year for you? Well, you know, going into the playoffs, I thought I had the best team, but I'm seeing injuries. Antonio Gibson's got turf toe. I don't know if he's going to play next week. Hopkins has been questionable every week and hasn't been consistent. I mean, I feel good, depending on who I play. Um, I think I'll win the first week. I'm not sure about the championship, though. Russell Wilson's got to step it up. Taysom Hill needs to get the hell out of the lineup. He's he, killing Kamara's value. Like <laughs> That's true. He has been horrible for my fantasy team. Um, but no, I feel good. I feel good. 11-2 and two in the regular season. It's a good feeling. Are One. you still a little salty at all of us for blocking your Henry trade? Okay, you know what? Yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> Why though? You got the best team. Because if I'm not in first place, no one rejects You're last? that trade. No one rejects it. I don't know. I about mean, that, given though. if it would have happened, Wolf Fuller's out now, and then Todd Gurley is literally gone. Doesn't even touch the ball anymore, so it wouldn't have been a good trade. But at the time, Derrick Henry wasn't doing too great, and then Wolf Fuller was just going off. So, I mean, I didn't think it was a terrible trade. But, obviously, you guys didn't think so. <laughs> we, we knew about the drug use from uh, Wolf <laughs> Yeah, that's that's true. That's but, another thing that hurt my fantasy team. That does, that does sting a little bit. Yeah. Not as much as trading away Antonio Gibson for James Conner. But, uh, <laughs> so, do you still have a beef with Russell Wilson? Uh, yeah. Do I have a beef with Russell Wilson? Didn't McCaffrey let you down and then you took him in the first round the year after? The year before McCaffrey let me down, he missed the check down pass. In his defense, I got thrown 50 feet to his left. Uh, Cam Newton, shout out. I was going to say, is that a Cam <laughs> Newton special? Um, and then last year, you know, I, all I need is 17 points. And I have Russell Wilson and I think I had their kicker too. Their kicker got like 11 points. Russell Wilson had 6 points. Against the Cardinals, and the Cardinals last year were not a good football team. He had six points. That's rough. I'm like, dude, if you would have scored eight, I would have won. But you scored six. Uh, I feel your pain. I mean, I had four guys combined for 12 points last week. So, And one of them was A.J. Brown. And it wasn't in the Fantasy Football Championship, that, was it? That's fair. Yeah, I've never even set the championship. Uh, <laughs> do you think Russell Wilson will let you down in that fashion this year? I don't know. He's worried me the last couple of weeks. I honestly... I thought about picking up another quarterback just because Seahawks haven't been as good lately and he's been decent but not as good as the beginning of the season. So I was thinking about picking up another quarterback, but I can't bench Russell Wilson. I mean, who am I going to play over Russell Wilson? See, that's the hard thing because Russell Wilson is one of those players like you can't bench him. Yeah, just because he can go off for four touchdowns and 350 yards any week. Yeah. And of course, week one of the playoffs, I have a bye and he's playing the Jets. (laughs) Week 16, he has the Rams at home. That's a tough match. Aaron Donald. Oh, Jalen yeah. Ramsey. But yeah, that hurts. I, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I know I talk a lot of shit about Jalen Ramsey on this pod. You do. But that boy's a fucking animal. We, he we locks know. down everybody. How much money did he get? He got like a hundred something million, right? So was it something like that? He got like a quarterback kind of contract. Largest paid QB in the NFL. Yeah, that's... CB, I mean. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Um, Deservedly so, though. He's only 24. He's that young still? Yeah. I guess 2016. He's only been yeah. in the league for three or four years. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Yeah. And then Aaron Donald's probably like, what, 26, 27? And their last game, he had 50 plays where he dropped back into coverage and only allowed one reception for six yards. How does it feel now watching him versus Hopkins? Because you always had to deal with that, you know, for years and years as a Jags fan. So watching it now in a different division, is it like, is it cool to you? Do you kind of like miss the matchup personally? Because you, you know, like watching Ramsey shut him down for your team every week. Like, like how does it feel? I mean, I feel like, like I miss it. I obviously miss it a lot because it was always a good battle, but. I mean, let's face it, the Rams and Cardinals, just the magnitude of their teams, they're going to be on most primetime games. Or if they're on red zone, they're going to be on the, you know, the tri-screen a lot or whatever. Um, but, I mean, what a great matchup it is. Two, the best receiver, the best corner. I mean, it's it doesn't get much better than that. Fair in, enough. In my opinion. 
So as far as just what I think about fantasy football real quick, I, I think you two do have the two best teams, uh, and I, I'm really sad that my team was not able to get in there, and if I would have not lost by uh, one quarter of a point to Steve at one point, I, I probably would have made it in, but um, I mean, George teams, it looks good, dude. Cam Akers and that defense got 50 points on Thursday. I'm not buying any Cam Akers. I, yeah, <laughs> no, no, you guys aren't buying no, it? No. He has some favorable matchups coming up, though. I don't care. It's not. I don't buy it. Flash in the pan? Yeah, I, I don't think so. You don't think his rookie cards are going to be worth anything or nothing like that? I mean, that? his rookie cards might be worth something, but that's a completely different story. That's fair. His value is just... I mean, they have three running backs, and they played... Base, I mean, Cam Akers been taking over a little bit the last couple weeks, but they have well, Darren Henderson at, still, and they still play him a little bit. Look at this week before last week. I don't remember who they played last week. Um, but Daryl Henderson had the majority of workload. So I'm like, you know, I feel like it's just a week-to-week basis. Yeah, honestly. whoever has a hot hand, yeah. which has been Cam Akers last week or two. Um, but no, how, Jared Goff is bad. Like, I am not a Jared Goff fan at all. Watching, I'm him, not either. Yeah, I just, I don't think he's all that. Um, you think he's bad, or is it just like mediocre? I, I'd say mediocre, but I mean, with those weapons, you got to be better than that. And he's Robert, not, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup are good receivers, and, and then he, solid tight ends in Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett. He's one of those guys <laughs> Gerald that, Everett. He's one of those guys that no matter how good the team is around him, he's not going to go out and win you a football game. It's just bottom line. Luckily, they have that defense. If they didn't have that defense, that they wouldn't be doing it near as good as they are this year. Yeah. I mean, when you got Aaron Donald on your defense, you're you're not going to be bad. Yeah, I agree. Would you guys rather have Garoppolo or Goff? Goff, Goff. Yeah, okay. Garoppolo, Garoppolo bad. Garoppolo, shit. Bad. <laughs> you guys the, think he's the, bad? The fact that he got the contract he did, I would rather give Kirk Cousins the money he got than give Garoppolo that money. Really? And I hate the contract that Kirk Cousins has. That's a big contract. Yeah. For uh, fully guaranteed, not doing shit. Yeah. No, I'm not doing shit. But. He hasn't been terrible. It's just big moments he doesn't show up. But that's a whole different story. He won a Monday night game. Yeah, one for ten. <laughs> <laughs> he finally got his Monday night win. Um, as far as fantasy football, just to wrap it up, I, I, I would watch out for George if I were you two. But if you guys facing the I'm championship. Watching out, I'm watching out for Byron. I'm yeah, not watching Byron's out for anybody else. Tatanka B? Yeah. Tatanka. Byron, dude, he's got, he's got Mahomes, Ridley, Keenan Allen. Aaron yeah. Jones, Aaron Jones Chubb, Chris, Chris Carson, Carson, Nick Chubb. Like, he's fucking loaded. And he's got Hunter Miami Henry. defense. Hunter Henry. Yeah, you helped him with that Nick Chubb trade. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was... I don't, I don't want to go into that. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I helped him out big time. Do um, you guys think... Who's a bigger threat, Tatanka or um, Sugar Pizza? Because Sugar Pizza's got... I mean, he has Sugar Kyler. Sugar has gone after this week. When yeah, you have a defense, a, uh, George put 30 points up with his defense and 20 points with Cam Akers. 50 points between two people is hard to overcome. Like, yeah, I mean, it's possible, but I don't think George is, or I don't think Tim's going to come back and beat George. I'm Tatanka all the way. You think Tatanka's going to win? I'm not going to lie. I think Tatanka's going to win the whole thing. Hopefully Brady's bunch comes in clutch and beats Tatanka. (laughs) Brady's bunch. Uh, As the number one seed, what what, what do you think about that prediction, Tatanka winning the championship? Because I I don't see it. I think George is going to win it again. I really do. I don't know. I'll have to see how this week goes. I mean, it's definitely a possibility. I think he has the most well-rounded team, but there's also, he has a boomer bust factor um, because Aaron Jones has been inconsistent this year. Um, Herbert last week was bad, so Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen was bad last week. Um, but I mean, those guys can each go off for 25, 30 points and same with Nick Chubb. And then you have Patrick Mahomes, who's going to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns basically every week. 
He'll have 30 points no matter what. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, I mean, he definitely has a really good team. They just all have to come out and perform, which they have been the last four or five weeks. He's made a big comeback in fantasy. So, I mean, I could see it, but obviously I don't want that being the number one seed. Right. Yeah. So you get the lowest seed remaining. You get the highest seed, right? Isn't that how that works? Yeah. So. Yeah. So you'd probably get... You might get George in. He's the fifth seed. Yeah. That so, or Brady's bunch. So if George wins, I'd play George, and then he would play Byron if Byron wins. But then if Brady's bunch loses, then I'd get Brady's bunch, and he'd get the either George or Tim. It's complicated how it works. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but which one would you rather see personally in the playoffs? Or just to wrap this up, Brady's between, bunch between who? <laughs> I mean, if I, if I <laughs> between everybody left, yeah, sugar pizza. Really? I mean, honestly, but <laughs> a couple weeks ago I played Brady's bunch and Tyreek Hill dropped a sixty burger on me. And oh yeah, my I forgot god! About that. I don't need I don't need to see that happen again. And Mike Evans had he actually wanted to be a football player that day. Yeah, so I'll, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and take sugar pizza <laughs> on that one because I've blown sugar pizza out twice. So, I'll go with Sugar Pizza. I mean, I feel like Sugar Pizza or Brady's Bunch wouldn't be that bad. Um, Brady's Bunch almost lost to someone who had three people out of their lineup last week, though. So, yeah, he put up a total, a total <laughs> yeah. of like 85 points, I think. So Yeah, that was not that was an ugly win, Yeah, as they would say. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, a win's a win, but going into the playoffs, I don't want to win like that. I guess it got him, him into the playoffs, so... I guess, but for me personally, as long as I can beat highly sought after at least one more time, if I have to play them, that'd be nice. I don't want to lose to highly sought after twice. How will you feel if you get last place in fantasy? I mean, I already feel like shit. I'm not in the playoffs. <laughs> like, we got we to get a toilet bowl if it's Blake. Uh, yeah. So who's getting the toilet bowl? You guys think? Is it gonna be me? You. You guys think I'm gonna be no, the last one? No, it's got to be Peyton. Peyton. Yeah, that's he doesn't even set his life. If you lose to Peyton. That's he bad. stomped me out when he was sent. I mean, I got stomped by oh, like okay, eight. Okay, but he has like three guys in his lineup who have been out the last like three weeks. But Kenny by Galladay. That time, by that time, Kenny Galladay and Mark Andrews will hopefully be That's recovered true. and off. Sorry, recover and off COVID. That's true. Mark but Andrews I, isn't back from COVID yet. I think I think they just activated him, week. so he should be back next week. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, let's get out of the fantasy football. Let's go to Jags-Vikings. Uh, you guys were supposed to go to this game um, back, like, whenever the schedule was announced this year, and then COVID hit in March, and that was out the window. Uh, we all saw it together, and I got the hardest laugh I've gotten all season watching you have PTSD all over again because Dan Bailey. Uh, I mean, my stomach hurt after that one. Um, I'll start with you, though, since your team was on the losing end like usual. Um, what do you think about the Jaguars' performance last week? I mean, honestly, that was I thought that was one of our better performances of the year. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say one thing. Uh, every single week, Doug Marone comes out and says, Mike Glennon gives us the chance, best chance to win. And I'm going to say, that's fucking bullshit. That, gets <laughs> a, that gives us the best chance of the number two pick. Gardner Mucha gives us the best chance to win. But, um, you know, it's hard because you want to lose every game, but at the same time as a fan, you want to win. Um... I don't know. I, I And we missed a lot of open throws to DJ Chark. Of course, I started him in my fantasy lineup, and he got like five points. He was open all the time. Glenn can't throw the, fall, the football downfield, so it's just like, it's like, shit, man. What, what are we supposed to do at this point? Can the Jets just win a fucking game so we can get Trevor Lawrence? You are so pissed that Ruggs got that touchdown. That oh, game was all we were thrown. <laughs> that game, them trying to say they were not throwing that game is bullshit. Yeah. You don't run a all-out man coverage blitz on 
what was it, second or third down with 10 seconds left when the Raiders had ten. no timeouts. You go prevent. They needed yeah. like 50 yeah. yards and a touchdown, and it's just, yeah, yeah. they 100% through that game. That came from upstairs, and they said, oh, everyone's mad at Greg Williams. Yeah, let's get Greg Williams out of here. How he went before Gaze is just beyond me, though. Absolutely. I, mean, I don't know. Let me get let me get this straight. I don't know how Greg Williams still has a job in the NFL in the first place. Because that bounty I, bullshit? Exactly. Yeah. But That's some bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> Adam Gaze should have been gone in, like, week four. Adam Gaze should have never had a job. Yeah. He's bad. He was bad in Denver, isn't that? Yeah. Or uh, Miami. I could Miami, coach a better yeah. team than him. Yeah. Maybe not, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's honest. Just get, just get the Madden playbook. Yeah. Four verts. Yeah. Seriously. Four verts. Comebacks. Curls. PA crossover. Just run that every time. Um, oh, what did you think about the Vikings' performance last week? Uh, it was ugly. It was really ugly. I mean, what was the final score? Like 27 27-24. 27-24. Yeah. Yeah. Going into overtime against a one and nine team when you have one of the top offenses is just bad. I mean, when Eric Kendricks gets gets hurt in pregame and he's out, and then he's out this week again. But I mean, the team doctor stab him in the lung? <laughs> no, he was oh. he was doing karaoke. He he injured his calf earlier in the week, and he was doing karaoke and warm ups, and somehow aggravated it more, I guess. Um, but I mean, a win's a win. It kept us in the playoff picture. Um, but yeah, I mean, we won, so it's whatever. Justin Jefferson had a good game. That's all I really care about. A great game. Yeah. Let me let me throw this year. out there. This was the first time I've sat and watched Thielen and Jefferson and Cook, and holy shit, if they get a quarterback and maybe one O lineman, they're gonna be fucking dangerous. Our yeah. offense is loaded because that defense, you know, that defense is getting up there in age, but they can still play and they can still fly around. They can still get turnovers, but. That offense is going to be unstoppable. You get them the good quarterback, and they're going to be... Anyone that says any rookie wide receiver is close to Justin Jefferson is out of their mind. Yeah. There's no receiver that's close to as good as Justin Jefferson. It's him and Claypool, I think, are the two best rookies. Think, and uh, Claypool's not even... Who think, who, who, who do you guys think is rookie of the year? Offensive rookie of the year. Blake, I'll, Blake I'll let you go first since I know my incest answer. It's going to have to be Jefferson because, I mean, Herbert's won three... I mean, he just got shut out. By New England. And their defense isn't any good. Their whole defense opted out of this year. Hightower, Chung, all those guys. Um, I, I was going to say Herbert two or three weeks ago, but it's got to be Jefferson at this point. We'll see what Herbert does the last four weeks of the season. I mean, he's super impressive. He's one of the future quarterbacks of the league. Don't get you me wrong. You almost wonder if he's one of those guys that's starting to get figured out a little bit. Teams are kind of starting to be like, okay, so this is how you stop him. You think he's getting figured out? Or is it just a bad, getting figured bad out. Week? I think people are just kind of figuring out what to throw at him. Because I don't know if he's really getting figured out. I I think that comes next year, mm. personally. I, I think he's super impressive. I mean, like we've said on the pod maybe a month or two ago, he's the only Oregon guy I've ever liked that's yeah. become a pro. Every other guy is a bust, man. I mean, Mariota had a couple of year, years. but You know, every time you say this, I'm always going to say there's no way to not like Marcus Mariota. It's not that I don't like him. I just don't think he had that great of a pro career. I mean, he's even okay. still in the league, or he's the backup in Vegas, right? He lost his ba- backup job with Nathan Peterman. Oh. Wait, he's not the backup anymore? <laughs> no, he's the third string that doesn't, doesn't suit up on game days. Yeah, he just holds the Microsoft Surface and, and hands out uh, purple Gatorade or whatever and, it is. And how much is he getting paid to do that? Probably Eight million a lot a year. more. Eight million a year. More than we'll ever make trying to do that. Um, I, I got Jefferson, though. I mean, I, and, I mean, as much as that hurts to say in front of Seth, it's, Jefferson's so impressive, dude. I mean, that's the steal of the draft right now. Well, um, what, what, Seth, what is his stats? Like, 
He a has over a thousand yards. Yeah, so he has. Let's okay. Let me do this. Let me compare him to Diggs, because obviously you know that hurt losing Diggs. But getting Justin Jefferson has made it so easy to forget about Stephon Diggs. Obviously, I still miss him. I loved him. Great receiver. He's great in Buffalo. But Justin Jefferson has about thirty less receptions than Stephon Diggs, and I think like five or ten more yards and like five or six more touchdowns, something like that. And the fact that Justin Jefferson's fourth in the league in receiving yards, and he didn't even start till week three, and he has Kirk Cousins as his quarterback, I mean... And Thielen on the opposite side. The most impressive yeah. thing about that is you have the be- the second best running back in the league, in my opinion. Who's yeah. first? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. No. I think Derrick Henry. I'd give it to Dalvin. No. no. Derrick Henry has I had... Derrick Henry. I don't think Derrick's had... I mean, he had that one game against Baltimore. He had... Uh, I mean, he always beats the shit out of your team. But right uh, now, right now is the time of the year Derrick Henry starts to wear teams down. So these last four Jackson games, just watch... Yeah. <laughs> they, always give, they always give him Jackson. in my DraftKings today. In like week 14 or 15, all you got to do is just... Once that game happens, that boy goes off and running into the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think Derrick Henry's the best back in the league. The way he can take over a game... I kind of think of him taking over a game like how Aaron Donald can take over a game on defense. Like, he can break five, six tackles on one run and then takes the house. Beast Quake 2.0, Jaguars, 99 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that highlight, like, yesterday, I think. Yeah, oh. Jefferson's stats are crazy. He has 61 catches, 1,039 yards receiving, seven touchdowns, and he averages 17 yards a catch. Yeah, that's insane. Holy shit. I'm pretty that's sure. Insane. So, I don't know about the league. I know 100 for 100% that he is leading all rookie wide receivers in catches of, like, 20-plus yards. He has, like, close to 20, I think. Um, but just the routes that he runs, he makes veteran corners look like they're rookies. And he looks like a veteran out there himself. But don't worry, Jalen Rager's uh, better. That's Howie <laughs> Roseman. Who the hell is Howie Roseman? Isn't he the GM of the Eagles? I don't know. Oh, I got no I fucking GM, clue who the GM is. I think he's the GM of the Eagles, but he took Jalen Rager the first pick over Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Jalen Rager, C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, and Henry Ruggs all went before Justin Jefferson. I don't want to hear about Jerry Judy ever again. Please don't ever bring no, up I'm Jerry just, no, no, Judy. No, I'm, just, I'm just saying. No, last week he was him. telling me Jerry Judy is supposed to be like this. I know you're probably just bullshitting, but I, that Jerry no, Judy was like. Jerry Judy's not bad. Tell me. He's he's, I don't think he's one of the top three or four rookie receivers. I'm not saying Ruggs is right better, now. but I don't, I don't think so. No, not right no. now. Yeah, okay. No, okay. Absolutely not. Okay. Do I ever think I have a chance to, or think he has a chance to be one of the better rookie receivers? Absolutely. There's a very good chance he could be the second best receiver in this class. Over Claypool? Not over. Um, I know he doesn't get a lot of yards, I, I, but I, I'd give him, catching touchdowns matters. I'd give five. him Fifth, maybe sixth. I'd put Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, Chase Claypool, um, T. Higgins. Oh, T. Higgins. Hey, T. Higgins is he, he's impressive. With, he's in I, when he gets Joe Burrow back, yeah. he is, he's good. Which I'm, yeah. si- I'm sitting on this here uh, Joey B card right here. <laughs> here <laughs> just, we go. I just had to show it off real quick. <laughs> he has a what, – what, what color scheme is that? That is a blue prism Joe Burrow. So all the sports card fans out there, there you go. Blue Prism Joe Burrow is an Alec White's possession. Yeah, just in case you're watering. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no one was, but thank hey, you. You know, now, now they know. <laughs> um, I, I see. I think CD Lamb's also a little better than Claypool. When, when Dak gets back, can we can we can we talk about something real quick? Where's my remote? Yeah, we're gonna talk about because we're still kind of on the topic of fantasy football. Yeah, sure. Um, what's going on? 
You, you can keep going. Compelling content. Yeah, yeah. Compelling content for the podcast. Um, just to wrap up, Jags-Vikings is what I thought of it. I, I Like I said, the biggest belly laugh I had all year long when Dan Bailey missed. And not because he missed, but because you were... Man, I can't even watch field goals anymore. Shout <laughs> out Blair Walsh. I was going to say, shout out Blair Kick. 20, Blair, Blair Kick Project. 27-yard field goal. <laughs> Man, that was rough. I remember we made a bet, too. Uh, I made a bet with, I think it was like a $10 bet that Seahawks were going to win. And I remember watching it, and I'm like, oh, here we go. And then it just, the shank of all shanks. Dude, everyone was like, oh, we got this game. We're beating okay. the Seahawks. And it just. I want everyone to take a look at this screen behind you. Look how fucking bad tight ends are in the NFL. Oh, my. Yeah. This is terrible. Uh, luckily, I got Darren Waller on my fantasy team, who's been decent. But yeah, Well, luckily, I have freaking Noah Fant, who's not even in the top ten. <laughs> I picked up Gronk. Uh, excuse me, I picked up Gronk earlier in the year, and, and thank God for that one, because uh, he's been my saving grace. I did have Tanyan. I traded them away for a bag <laughs> yeah, of Planters Peanuts. Without George Kittle, and if you don't have Travis Kelsey or Darren Waller, Darren Waller hasn't even been that great, but, I mean, outside of those two. Last week, man. 13 catches, 200 the yards, one, couple touchdowns. The one touchdowns. thing I will say about my fantasy team is if George Kittle does come back for the playoff push... My team is looking a lot better. I need to get a Twitter or a Bleacher Report because you guys, as soon as these guys are like activated or Schefter tweets, on, you guys like go pick them up and like I always get it like thirty minutes later and then I'm like, oh fuck, they already picked them up. You gotta get that. And that's you why you're not in the fantasy playoffs. Uh, that's why I gotta get your Nody. Sorry, I just had to let you know. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> gotta get your GM game up. Uh, I do. Next year, I'm not gonna draft Lamar Jackson sixth overall. That's for sure. Especially when Patrick Mahomes is sitting right there for the taking. That was crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, I'm moving on. So Vikings Bucks. Uh, we have Vikings Bucks here. By the time you guys are hearing this, it's probably gonna be halfway done, or maybe the whole game will be done. Um, but what do you think is going to happen today against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I think it's going to be bad. On the road. On the road. Eric Kendricks is out, our best defensive player. I just, I don't think it's, I think it's going to be ugly. If Kirk Cousins can't move the ball, we, we're not going to put up more than 10 points. You think Dalvin goes off today? Is he going to be contained by the defensive line? No, I don't think he goes off. I, I'll give him probably 89, 70, 80 yards rushing, probably like 120 scrimmage yards total. Maybe one touchdown, but if Kirk Cousins cannot move the ball efficiently, they're just going to shut Dalvin down the whole time. Well, here's the one thing about the Bucks that I think got exploited by the Chiefs. They can't fucking cover receivers. Tyreek Hill had 40 fantasy points in the first quarter, which was like 250 yards and three touchdowns. That's true. Thielen and Jefferson should just run wild on these guys. Yeah, they and should. And I mean, that's how it should be. They're going to stop Dalvin Cook. They have, the, they have the one of the best seven... Front sevens in the... Not going to let you talk shit about my team being in the next room. Jamel Dean's out, so the hope is high. Hey, do you want to give your take on Vikings Bucks? Hey, hey, Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you can keep going on your point. But yeah, you know, I just I think it's going to be a game that Dalvin's probably not going to score so score a lot of points. He might get some goal line carries. He might rip off a couple of nice runs. But the Bucks have one of the best front sevens in the NFL. I mean, let's not... Let's not mistake that. Um, but their corners are where they're hurting. And I, I think it's going to be a very, very long day for the corners, DB, for the uh, Bucks Because the Vikings have two of the best receivers in the NFL. And I think you could put Justin Jefferson top ten in the NFL right now as a receiver. I think so, too. He's absolutely one of the best receivers in the league right now. They have to set the tempo early with play action. Yeah. If they get the play action going, it'll open up the running lanes for Dalvin. 
Uh, that's how they win this game. Play action is going to be key. Yeah. Get the ball to Justin Jefferson, get it in his hands, and let the rookie do And even if it's work. just, you know, quick outs, quick slants, just something to get the ball in their hands. Get their momentum going early. Get Couple them first downs. Themselves. Yeah, 100%. I personally, I got Tampa Bay in the game, although I think it's going to be close. I think it's not going to be any sort of blowout for either team. Um, but if the Vikings do, I think play action's key. I also think that if they can contain Dalvin, I mean, that's the big one. Because, I mean, if you can pressure Kirk Cousins and Ndamukong Sue doesn't decide he wants to twist Dalvin Cook's ankles when he's on the ground or something like that, yeah, then... I'm going to knock on wood on that. Uh, yeah. th- then, that's, you my, know. that's my fantasy running back going to the playoffs, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, th- I think it'll be a good game. I personally, I, I got 30 to 24. Tampa Bay. Um, I think it's going to be not a high-scoring game, but I think it's going to be a few touchdowns. Uh, just Tampa Bay's due for a home win. That's also the other thing. I mean, Tom Brady is not stupid. I mean, this guy has lost three home games in a row. He's looked like shit the entire time he's done it. And I, I think if they drop this game today, I mean, they might not even make the playoffs. I mean, they're barely in the playoff picture they're right hurting. now. Oh, I'm waiting for Brady's bunch to walk in now. He's going to go <laughs> off on you. <laughs> no, no I, I got Tampa, though. I, I was very surprised when I... I didn't realize their record was as bad as it was. Um... <laughs> What are they, I'll tell you, Tom Brady. Just, Tom Brady just does not look good, dude. No, he looks old. like a forty-three year old. He, uh, he's yeah. old. Is that how old he is? Forty-three. I think he's forty-four. 40, he looks like a forty-four <laughs> year old. He, he does. He can't throw a ball more than ten yards. Yeah. I mean, anything over ten yards, it's not even close most of the time. I mean, that's basically been his whole career is just dump off passes. But I mean, that's he, true, he used yeah. to be able to stretch the field a little bit better. But right now, that. he's looking like Drew Brees. Drew Brees can't throw anything but fucking slant routes and bubble routes. Yeah, seriously, dump it off to Kamara. Yeah, I mean that that you know helps you, but. Also, that running game. I mean, where the hell's Fournette? Where's Rojo? I mean, where are these Speaking guys? About Fournette, these guys are lost in translation. Fournette's a healthy scratch today. Yeah, he's out. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Yeah, he's a healthy scratch. I, I saw that because I picked him up in fantasy just because, you know, whatever. I almost did the same because I seen somebody dropped him. Yeah. Who had him? Do you guys know? No. Did, didn't I'll, you trade I'll, him I'll to Brady's Bunch or something I like traded that? him to Seth, actually, for Jared Goff. <laughs> oh, my God. And then God. He's, been, he's been picked up and traded At the beginning of the year when Jared Goff was doing good. He's been and passing around like a good-looking woman? <laughs> Let's see. Pretty sure he's about 10 spots Blake, deep on the waiver wire right now. what are you picked up for, Nat? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I, I, I just I had a bench spot open, so I just picked him oh, up. Oh, I thought just you were saying you dropped him. I'm surprised no. it took up some some took somebody that long to pick up fucking CD Lamb. CD Lamb has been on the waiver wire for two and a half weeks. I just I thought uh, Sugar Pizza just dropped him. No, that, that was, was like two weeks ago. That was about two weeks ago. George oh. picked him up this morning. George, dude, he, dude, how does he do it, man? His drafts are he does always it every horrible. Year, every year, he they're does it every horrible year. though. He just gets a bunch of rookie running backs, trades <laughs> them all away. Look, hey, look at. He gets all these rookie running backs. Look what he traded them into. He traded Miles Sanders and somebody else into Devontae Adams. Oh, my God. I mean, he he knows what he's doing, and clearly it works because he's in the playoffs every single year. He competes for a championship every year, it seems like. Oh, absolutely. Good for George. Yeah. You know, we got to get George back on the pod. The only, the only thing is he trades away his good running backs, and then he kind of has to settle for his backup running backs. Depend on Jonathan Taylor. I, I tried giving him Jacobs. Yeah, today. I tried he, making it happen. How's Jacobs has, doing for you right now? He's out. Yeah, he's out. <laughs> Today he has Swift and Taylor as his starting running backs, and Cam Akers and his flex who went off. Yeah, Cam Akers looks good. Oh my god, dude, he he's gonna win just based on his fucking defense. Yeah, when whenever you have a defense put up thirty, that's <laughs> not, that changes your game so much. Yeah, poor sugar pizza. Georgia's five seed, so I might play. Fuck, dude, the last thing I need is to play Georgia again. Dude, this year. week fifteen, here we go. God, it's it's the rematch of rematches. 
I'm gonna lose. I okay. How many times have I told you guys I don't feel comfortable with my team? Like, is this one mine right here? He, he, I think so. I mean, you okay. drank that one. I am not comfortable with my team at all. Is this a cop out though? No, it's not. Are you copping out a week before you have to? I, I, I will not. I will own all the responsibility or whatever. I made some really bad trades, and I fully admit it. What's the worst one you made, you think? Because I think our Jefferson and Scary Terry trade worked out pretty well for both I think sides. the worst trade I made was pretty obvious. Nick, oh, Chubb. Nick Chubb, Chubb, for, Chubb Christian for Christian Kirk was a terrible trade. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I was hurting for a receiver, and I had, I had Robinson, I had Chubb, I had Dalvin Cook. I was like, all right, I'm going to offload Dalvin Cook. I don't think he's going to come back fully healthy. And we negotiated fucking, fucking for me wrong. three weeks over Chubb, and you were like, man, I can't get I, I got, oh, sorry, I got I three-headed monster. I wasn't going to give you Chubb for Jacobs, Aaron Rodgers, and fucking Rob Gronkowski or whoever the fuck you were offering else. You didn't want Aaron Rodgers, who's no. top five in points this year? Or, I mean, I was going to give away like three people, and you wanted like Ch- or Jacobs and Aaron Rodgers. I don't remember that one. I, 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 said, think, I, I said Chubb, and you said Chubb, A.J. Brown... And then, I want to say it was... I think you, it was for Rodgers and Jacobs. No, because then you wanted somebody else too, and I was like, no fucking way. You wanted Scary Terry back. That's who you wanted. That is, yeah, that's true. That was I'm glad I stuck part. with Jefferson. And I wholeheartedly said no, and I should have wholeheartedly said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if we can get to the bottom of it, I don't need you to admit hey, that you were wrong. I traded you, you were wrong, but... Jefferson in the first place. Yeah, that was a good trade. Yeah. For you. It was a good, Scary Terry's good. He's been shit. Has he? Yeah. Oh. He's been dog shit. <laughs> Hopefully you learned your lesson. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Next year I'm not making trades with any of you fuckers. <laughs> How do you think I feel? I, my shit got vetoed three days in a row. What do you mean? I tried to make trades literally every single one of my we trades We are not vetoed. talking about you getting Derrick Henry. I'm not even talking about that one. You made a wink-wink deal with one of your good friends to get Derrick Henry dude, for Panthers at, Peanuts, Diet Dews. At the time... <laughs> Wolf Fuller was going off, and Todd Gurley was averaging one to two touchdowns a game, basically. Fair. Given he didn't have the yards, but I mean, both those guys were doing really good. Blake, you got Tyler Boyd? He's on my bench. Uh, These people are saying to start him in your flex. I have a bye. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I'm shit. (laughs) My team sucks. Um, Let's talk about the Jags a little bit more. Let's get into the Jags GM firing. We we haven't talked about this yet. I know you've been stewing on it for a couple weeks. Oh, man. I'm just going to let you go. I'm just going to let you go in on this guy. I am so fucking excited, happy. (laughs) I don't know what to say. How does a GM make it through three fucking quarterbacks? A GM is lucky to make it through one quarterback. This dude made it through Blaine Gabbert. Blake Bortles, Gardner Minshew, fucking Mike Glennon, Glennon, fucking Luton Lunacy. Luton Lunacy. That dude has still unbelievable. He has constantly missed on first round draft picks. He fucking Justin Blackman who played two games. Oh my god. Taven Bryan who just got freaking kicked out of the rotation for an undrafted rookie free agent. He's been good in the later rounds. Telvin Smith, but Telvin Smith likes to do inappropriate things with little female women oh um oh my goodness and then also you know i mean he's had some good draft picks but fucking a the man is just terrible at his job he's putting telvin smith on i mean we've had him since 2012 dude what have we done since 2012 and the one good pick he made he traded to los angeles he's made in my opinion in that draft he made three real that was his best draft he had three really good really good uh was that Miles Jack draft too? Miles Jack, Yannick Ngakwe, who is also now gone. 
God. Miles Jack's still there. Yeah. But he traded Jalen, kept Miles, traded Unique and Gakwe the year after. Fourth pick overall. So all that's off the board is fucking Mitch Trubisky, Solomon <laughs> Thomas, and whoever the first. No, I thought Jalen was 16. Because 17 was Trubisky and all in. All that's what I was. This I'm going towards, towards the 17. Draft. Gotcha. Okay. Um, in 17, we have the fourth overall pick. It goes. I don't remember who the first over Miles Garrett was 17 yes. first pick. Yeah. So who was consensus number one overall pick? Wouldn't have doubted that at all. Right. It went Miles Garrett, Mitch Trubisky, Solomon <laughs> Thomas, Leonard Fournette. Guess who's just hanging out behind those guys? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Fucking McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Dude, it is so bad. Every year it is so bad. And I'm sick and tired of it. And I'm so glad that fucking dipshit's gone. What was Tom Coughlin's role in the organization? Tom Coughlin's role was basically the supreme lo- the supreme leader. Like, have you seen Star Wars? How they just call him Supreme Leader? That was basically Tom Coughlin. Okay. And every single player hated Tom Coughlin. I remember when he got fired. This was after Jalen was traded to the Rams. Anik was gone. He gets fired. All those players are on Twitter going nuts. Like, it's about fucking time. Fuck that guy. You know, basically saying all that stuff. I mean, and it was no secret the players hated that guy. And I mean, that I get that I get that he's someone who knows how to beat the Patriots and nobody else. But <laughs> shit, at some, at nobody s- else. At some point, you have to do, like, your due diligence and be like, okay, our players hate this guy. Let's go ahead and get rid of him. And they finally do, and now we're in full fucking rebuild mode again. But the one thing the Jaguars do have is they have 11 picks in the upcoming draft, four picks in the first two rounds, mm. attractive to any GM. And both those picks are going to be probably second or third overall in the first round and in the second round. They have 97, excuse me, $97 million in cap space to spend in free agency. Oh, wow. So, I mean, whoever comes in, if they do it right, they can turn it around very quick. Um, but Dave Codwell, God, I love you. You're a great human being, but you just fucking suck at your job, dude. (laughs) If you want to be like an assistant to the executive GM going on the fucking morning coffee runs, messing up someone's decaf latte, go go right ahead. But to be the GM, Morning coffee runs. To be the GM, no. He's gone. And I'm fucking excited. It it shows to me that the franchise is willing to do something to get better. Because for so long, the Jaguars, when you think of them, that you think last place. You think 1-15. and Laughingstock. Absolutely. Like the Kings. But, um... I won't rub it in. No. <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate that. Yeah. But, um... Not today. To me, it just shows they're making the right to steps, right uh, steps necessary to build something winning. The owner's already said, whatever GM comes here, I'm going to give you as much money as you need. He's like, I got all the money in the world. I'll give, I'll give you as much money as you need. What's up? Uh, I need someone to come out here and figure out these TV. It's not working. It needs, okay. It needs to be paid, and I don't know how to pay it. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Um, uh, what about Marone? Do you think Marone is next? Marone should have been gone three weeks ago. Like, he's another one of those guys. Great person, great leader, terrible fucking football coach. We've, you know, we've watched this. Great leader? I think absolutely a great leader. Okay. Absolutely. I just realized it's 9.54. It is, yeah. We only have two more things to get to. Um, but I, I didn't did want to get your take on this because you said that you want to talk no, about that's, it. No, that's, that's, that's basically it. 
Great guy, but it was time to go. Absolutely. It's time to clean house, finally, yep. which you've been calling for since and the AFC Championship. The one thing I like is I've seen a lot of articles like, you know, Jay Gruden's on the staff. Why not fire Marone and make Jay Gruden the interim head coach? Well, you know, what happened with, with uh, Doug Marone getting the job a couple years ago? He became the interim head coach. The team caught some fire, so they were like, you know what, let's bring this guy back, see what he can do. We don't want that this year. We want a clean fucking slate. Everybody's gone. We don't want Jay Gruden to come in and win the job and keep a lot of the same people in the organization. We want everybody the fuck out of here. <laughs> Who do you think they're going to bring in as GM and coach? Who do you want as GM and coach? How about that? For for GM, because I'm not, obviously not sure with a lot of the top-notch executives, but I want them to, I want them to follow in the Raiders route, and I want Mike, or, uh, Mike Mayock. You guys want Mike Mayock, right? Yeah. Okay, I get those two mixed up. Daniel Jeremiah is the one that I want. Okay. I mean, what better way to evaluate talent than having a talent evaluator? Um, he's someone that obviously watches film for a living. Um, and I just, I think that's the right way to do things, get someone that looks at talent and looks at, okay, you know what? This guy is a super good football player, but he's kind of a shithead. So let's wait till the second round. If he drops to the second round, then we'll take him. But, um, so that's kind of what I'm looking for in a GM. Cause that just, because I don't really know any GM candidates. If we are going to take one from a different team, take someone like, I don't know, someone from the chiefs organization, take their assistant GM, uh, go to the Ravens, go to the Steelers, those teams that are consistently winning, um, to poach somebody off one of those teams. And if I had to pick like a GM, obviously Eric Bieniemy is going to be at the top of every single coaching list this year. Is that a Chiefs offensive coordinator? Correct. Yes, okay. he's going to be at the top of everybody's list. And if you want my honest opinion, he's going to be in Houston with Deshaun Watson. Mm. Um, but just, it goes back to the same thing. Bring bring in someone who either already has a winning pedigree or has worked with a winning pedigree for years now, because I'm I'm tired of bringing in fucking losers that are fucking no names that everybody fucking hates and i'm just or I'm, I'm old ready. men who are 85 years old and their best Watch days them. are behind them and yeah. yeah gotcha um let's move on to biggest threat to the chiefs for the super bowl so who do you think is the biggest threat to mahomes and company to get the chip this year in your opinion afc or nfc well either either so i'll go AFC. biggest threat i'll go afc first afc i'm gonna go uh I'm going to go in their own division, and it's going to be... We're talking White House security. Security, we need to do it We can't have to get the beast on. Okay, yeah, pause Security clearance? Yeah. Okay, we'll pause. All right, guys, so there's some technical difficulties going on out in the living room, so I'll just go through all the picks with you guys real quick. Um, everyone this week took Tennessee. Um, me and Seth took the Bucks. Al has the Vikings. Uh, me and Seth took the Chiefs. Al has the Dolphins. Me and Al have the Panthers. Seth has the Broncos. Al and Seth have Texans. I have the Bears. Me and Al have Giants. Seth has the Cardinals. We all took the Cowboys over the Bengals. Um, me and Seth have Raiders over Colts. Al took the Colts. Uh, Al, for whatever reason, keeps taking the Jets, even though they're awful. And we took Seahawks, me and Seth, as in we. Uh, everyone took Green Bay. Uh, me and Seth took the Falcons. And Al took the Chargers. Me and Al took the Washington football team. Seth took the 49ers. We all took New Orleans. We all took Buffalo. And then me and Al took Cleveland on Monday night, and Seth took the Ravens. Um, again, due to uh, technical difficulties, we had to cut it short. But I appreciate them coming on. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'll be back here very soon. And have a great day, you guys. See you guys later.